Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 136. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this November 10th, 2022. And how are all of you? I hope everything is going well out there. I hope you're treating each other kindly. Um, If you're fasting with me right now, well, we're both pretty hungry, right? Both pretty hungry. That's right. On the second day of this water fast and uh i'm pumped you know um we're gonna get more into it in just a moment but before i get into anything else let me start off by saying thank you thank you to all my subscribers all the new subscribers welcome and of course if you are new to the channel you're new to the podcast world well then, hit that subscribe button. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It is the most important thing you can do for me and this podcast. So go ahead and uh, click, smash, or stomp on that subscribe button. All right. Of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast. Whether you want to share your story, get advice, or be on the podcast as a guest, Send those emails over to T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. And, of course, I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go give a follow. I greatly appreciate it. And now with all that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Uh, Let's see. I have got a lot going on. Like I said, I'm in the middle of a fast. I am starving um, I'm drained and I definitely pushed myself, uh, because I am also going to jujitsu during this fast. I figure, I figure this is my last one. This is my last one for a while. Um, I'm not going to get into the reason why at the moment. That is something I'm going to, uh, talk about probably closer to the end of the year. I want to get a few more things done. I want to get everything organized in my life and uh, as soon as I do that I'm going to share all the details with you but the fact that I'm not going to do a water fast that I've been doing and for for quite some time now I believe it's been four or five years now I've been doing this uh, water fast but I'm so glad some of you could join me uh, you know, keep those messages coming. Like I said, I'll keep posting my weight. I'll keep doing all the things that I'm supposed to do, uh, for this water fast. And it's not going to ruin my discipline, uh, for staying off of alcohol. Uh, but it's just something that I don't, you know, I, I've got other ways to discipline myself. So many other ways that this water fast 
like I have told everybody, as my diet has gotten better, as I have uh, treated my body better, um, and uh, just staying regular with exercise in general, um, the water fast has gotten extremely difficult to do uh, a five-day stretch. Um, and what's happening in my life is going to make it even that much more difficult. And I don't think that's a challenge I'm yet ready for. It's not something that I'm completely taking off the table, but just until I get used to everything, then I'll probably change my mind, maybe go back. But with everything going on, I don't think an April water fast is going to be something I'm going to be capable of doing. Um, but I have other ways to discipline myself and stay away from alcohol. So for that, um, I'm always thankful. Um, and it's not like I struggle with it as much as I did. Um, as I become more and more separated, it becomes easier and easier to forget about it, but it's not completely forgotten. So, if you're doing the fast, let's do this. We've got a couple more days to go, and, and it's over. So if, you, if you've made it this far, I mean, give yourself a pat on the back. It's, it's a tough, tough challenge, and I, uh, you know, I always feel really good when I get it fully accomplished. But I will tell you, it's brutal. I do feel uh, sick and tired, and I'm shaky from going to class on an empty stomach. And pushing yourself to that extreme is difficult, but I give you all props if you joined me. Um, yeah, big old air high five to all of you out there. Um, I'm super pumped. But let's see, what else is going on? Oh, the fact that I have um, betted, I bet on myself, all right? It has nothing to do with this podcast. It has everything to do with my career and where it's going and I am it's all changing it's all changing is all I can say right now but what I can say about it all is that I never in my life felt um not only confidence in myself um but I've never had so many people be confident and and also betting on me um so now that i'm 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 separated from the alcohol right i i i i'm not drinking i'm focused i'm changing my thoughts i'm changing my ways i'm staying clean i'm staying focused i am completely driven on everything that i do I, I accomplish what I say I'm going to do, right? I'm not one of those people. Uh, maybe every now and then I do do something and it takes me too long to get something done. That I still have a little bit of a struggle with. I still do like to procrastinate in a sense. But lately I haven't been doing that. I've been saying I'm going to do something and I'm getting it done. Unless, of course, you know, it's something stupid like getting some heating shields off my car. I'm letting them rattle right now. It's very annoying, but, I mean, I got to tear apart uh, the plastic of the engine there on the top and dig in and cut it out and strap something around it. and You know what I mean? It's just, I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing that right now. I'd rather deal with the rattle. So things like that I'm procrastinating on, but if somebody asks me to do something, I'm getting it done. 
if I say I'm going to do this for you, I'm getting it done. Um, and I believe because of all of that, people have seen what I'm doing. Um, everybody who watches me on the uh, social media there and on the podcast, I hope you get a great feel for um, what I say and what I do and the difference between uh, all of it. But I had somebody, I, I, was, I, was, I was not looking for anything. I had stopped. I had completely stopped. I was. I, I told the wife weeks in advance uh, that I was like, I'm not. I'm not looking anymore. I'm gonna wait until after January, and um, then we uh, buried my wife's grandfather and her sister, our sister-in-law, our sister-in-law. I have to make sure I say this correctly. Uh, mentioned something to me, and I was like. What? And like I said, I will elaborate on everything when the time is right. But I was like, what? No. And she was like, I think you can. I've seen what you can do. I've seen what you did for us over the last three days. I, I, I just have a feeling you can do this. And I said, okay. Well, I'll give it some thought, right? And I get in the car, and me and the wife are going home, and I told her all about it, and she kind of started chuckling. She's like, I don't think that's for you. I don't know. Do you think so? I go, I don't know. So over the course of all of October, um, there was multiple times I went in, uh, approximately three, but there was a couple sit-down meetings. There was a couple phone calls. Um, it was three times I had to go in, try it out, make sure it was for me. And you know what? At the end of the day, I got in there. I looked around. I checked it out. I talked to the people. Um, or, yeah, I talked to the employees. Um, and I enjoyed uh, communicating with others. I didn't realize how much I had missed that. And even though that's a super important part of all of this, it's not the most important part. But boy, oh boy, was it a change of pace. But at the end of it all, I walked out of there going, I can do this all day. As soon as I learn their process, as soon as I learn everything about what needs to be done, I can do this. And I have never felt this way about myself ever because I was too busy being drunk and I wasn't confident in myself. Reason for drinking, right? Um, also, then never felt like I was going anywhere. I wasn't a dependable person. Maybe to close friends and families, I was semi-dependable at times, I think. But overall, no, never, never the go-to person, let's say. And so, after all of this, I said, I can do this. I can do this. And you know what? I'm going to do this. And it was hard. It was a hard decision for me. 
because the vape gallery was everything to me. You know? I built it. I organized it. I programmed all the products. I, I did everything. You walk into that store, um, and it it's me. It's me and Joe. But it's me. And that made my decision very difficult because I felt like I was letting down a friend. I felt like every time I put my all into something, just like this podcast, that eventually it comes to an end because I can't bring it as far as I want it to go or as I saw it going. Or name any other reason why you give up on something that you've been doing for a while. Uh, you know, your excuse is my excuse. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last. This is just, this isn't the final step, but this is a step in a bigger, better direction. Um, and... After weighing all, all the pros and cons, the list, I finally decided that I needed to bet on myself. I needed to do what was best for my family and what was going to get me to my end goal of where I want to be before I turn 50. And this November, I'm going to be 43. So I've got seven years left to get this figured out and to hopefully make it so that I don't have to do this hustle in my 50s. So it was a heavy weight. It was a lot of talking. You know, I I had to talk to my parents. I had to talk to my wife, you know, I had to do a lot of soul searching, um, a lot of journaling, and a lot of uh, just just weighing it out, just weighing it out. And even though this decision was extremely hard for me, and to some people, it may seem like it was the easiest decision I've ever made, because I had already shown that I was disconnecting or unhappy or irritated. But it wasn't. It wasn't easy. It was very hard. It was a very, very hard decision, but I made it. And when I made it, I bet on myself. I had enough confidence in myself to say yeah I can do this and I will let you know that that was very hard too because I've never done that I've never done that I've tried to do it and then whatever I was betting on failed because I didn't want to put in the work I didn't want to put in the effort so now my life is going to completely change. 
And change is very difficult. But that's why I always tell everybody, you have to blow up your comfort zone. You have to get out of it. Right? I have the gallery, the podcast, jujitsu. It's all the same. Every week. All week. Every month. All year. For four, six years. For six years. All been the same. It's been very consistent. It's been, it's been good. But I noticed myself falling into this repetitive unhappiness week after week as well. So because of that, I had to do this. So I had three things that all had to come together. I had to believe in myself. I had to believe and I had to have confidence in myself. Then I had to bet on myself. And then I had to be willing to completely destroy my comfort zone. And I did all of that. So because of all of that, I've got the podcast all taken care of for 2022. Pre-recording so many episodes. Pre-recording my guests. And I'm pre-recording the um, New Year's Eve episode. Um, New Year's week, whatever it happens to be. Um, It's going to be special. All of it's going to be very special. Um, This is to kind of go... It's tough. All of this is tough for me. But I don't know where the podcast fits in. With the new schedule. With the everything. And these are some of my fears. These were some of my cons. Right? I had to leave a business that I put everything into for six six years. Six and a half. And then I'm also choosing to maybe not get out a weekly podcast for a little bit in 2023. That's not a guarantee. I'm trying to make it so that this still comes out every week, all year, next year. Um, But there could be a momentary lapse in episodes. Um, And I figured now is the best time to talk about that. Not then, not when it's happening, but before. Because I'm preparing... For the worst, but I'm hoping for the best. The worst is there's not an episode every week in 2023. The hope is, is that that doesn't happen. But also, once I get myself all figured out and I got all the new stuff put together and I understand my schedule better and it starts to become the same schedule, right? Because that's what happens when you schedule things. They, and it just repeats. That's why I love structure. That's why I love schedules. That's why I love breaking the comfort zone because you have to reorganize all of that. But this is all very hard for me. I also hate destroying the comfort zone. As much as I tell all of you out there, do this because this feeling right here of nervousness, anxiousness, unknowing, this is good for us. This is good anxiety. This is causing me to think, 
This is causing me to uh, uh, really work at everything that I need to get done for this year. Um, and it's really, really making me a stronger person. So this episode is definitely called Bet on Yourself. Because that's exactly what I've done, and it's what I'm doing. But I'm also not making you a promise, but I am trying to promise you that I'm going to do my best in 2023 with this podcast. And I will be back. Even if there is a momentary lapse in episodes, I will be back. I just don't know how long that's going to take. You know? Just like I have to fit in my jujitsu. I'm not sure where it fits in. I'm not sure if I can make night classes over day classes. I'm not sure if the days that I'm working only till this time are going to be the same. You know? When you sign on as management, you give up everything. You know, because I was talking to Tyler. And he was like, dude, dude, you told me. That if jujitsu was this important and my music was this important and this was that important, you you take you plug all that in and then you build your schedule around that. And I go, I go, absolutely, hundred percent. That works for a job. It works for a job. It doesn't work so much for a career. It's different. It's a different level. It's such a different level. Um. It's something I've been dreaming of, well, since I got fired from Walmart and I was going into the management program. So this is a long, long fucking dream of mine. And that's why I'm also so excited for it. But you have to figure out what they want of you and then you have to schedule everything around that. So because of that, That's where a lot of my anxiety comes from. Where does this fit in? How do I edit? How do I record? How do I go to jujitsu? Can I make three days a week? These are all questions I do not have the answer to right now. But that's why I'm talking to you about it. Because I'm going through it right now. And uh, I'm also extremely proud of myself. I'm not... I'm not bragging. I'm not better than you. I'm just trying to make it through this fucking crazy life right now and hope to fucking something that we all get out on the other side just a little bruised and banged up, you know? But it feels good to feel proud and of myself, to feel confidence in myself, and to be where I am today. I've worked extremely hard for everything that I've gotten today. And when I was drinking, I used to think things should just come to me. So now I know. If you want it, you got to go. And get it. So, this is why I tell everybody, blow up that comfort zone. 
You want to do something new? Do it now. Act on it. You have an opportunity in front of you that's too big to let go of? Then don't let go of it. Grab it. Hold it. Squeeze it. Take it. I think all of this is super important. And it makes me very emotional because I'm actually putting it out there that this is happening and it makes it more real. You know, I enjoy my comfy schedule. I enjoy being able to listen to umpteen million podcasts a week. But is that more important? Is being comfortable, being able to listen to someone else, is that more important than listening to yourself or putting in some hard work to actually make it doing something? No, that's the comfort zone. That's what it does to you. It keeps you there. It keeps you cozy. It hugs you, you know? And uh, I'm saying goodbye to mine. Until this turns into my comfort zone, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to come back. It's going to take time to get there, though, you know? So I'm very excited for this. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to share it with you. I know you're probably like, well, I don't know exactly what it is, but you do in a sense, you just don't know where, and that's okay. Um, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I'm going to talk about it later. Once I've gotten everything sorted out and figured out and I'm actually doing it. Uh, but it's happening. It's in motion and it's all extremely nerve wracking. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. I love this website. They have amazing products at great prices, all for you. And if you use the code T-O-P-H-E-R before checkout, you're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. And what better deal can you find than that this year, right? With inflation and how everything's going, prices keep going up, but not slowdowns. They're still staying the same, and now they've given me the option to give you 10% off your entire purchase. So, happy holidays. This is all year round, but it's the holidays, so you need to be getting those gifts, right? Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Christmas is right after that, or whatever holiday you choose to celebrate. Maybe it's not Christmas. Maybe it's Hanukkah. You're still giving gifts, right? So go to slowdownclothing.bigcardell.com and get the gifts that keep on giving. Whether it's the gloves or the sweatpants or the sweatshirts or the hats or the jacket. Or maybe you want to get them towel and swim trunks because maybe they have an indoor pool. And they can swim all year round. Or maybe they live in a warm climate like California where basically it never gets cold. You know? So whatever your reason is for getting gifts this year. Make Slow Down Clothing the place where you're getting the gifts for everybody this year. All right? And with T-O-P-H-E-R promo code, before you check out, you're going to get 10% off your purchase. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today and get all your gifts out of the way and use promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out for 10% more off that purchase.
New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Are you tired of going to any vape shop out there, asking somebody behind the counter a question and not getting an answer? Well, look no further. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is here. We've got all the answers, and if we don't, we'll just let you know we don't. It's just that simple. We're going to be open and honest with you, and we're going to get you what you're looking for, not sell you what we think you need. All right? It's a different atmosphere in there. Um, We've got all the disposables and all the THCO, HHCs, all the Delta 8s, all the CBDs, all the flavors, all the menthols rechargeable and non-rechargeable disposables we've got them in stock and of course if you're looking for the newest of the new of any pod device and or box mod kits we've got it we've got it all in stock today for all of you and of course don't forget it's the holidays yes thanksgiving's coming up Get your holiday list done and go get what they're looking for today at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Are you looking for more things to get people? You want some stocking stuffers? You're going to get them right here. These, All these products make great stocking stuffers for this year's holidays. That's right. Whether it's the body balm, the lip balm, the salve, or the beard oil. All of these products, including the foot and body soak, are absolutely amazing. Some of the best products I've ever used. They're a small business, which makes great products. It's woman-owned, woman-run, amazing. I stand behind NaturalBossNH.com because they have great products, great prices, and now You can get them for the people that you love. Stick them in those stockings. Wrap them up and pass them around with the dreidel. Whatever you're doing this holiday season, get Natural Boss products, okay? I love them. I live by them, and you should too. So go to naturalbossnh.com and buy one or all five of these products today. All right, well... Now that that's all out of the way, let's get into Topher's Topics. Yes, I have got some, there is some crazy stuff going on today. There is just crazy shit everywhere. Let me set this up, all right? I am driving home, right? I, 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 I get a message on my phone, the news, news alerts go off on my phone all the time. And I got thing probably around 4, maybe 4.30 on Saturday saying that I-293 exit 1, I think they said northbound, was shut down. I'm like, what is going on? I see the picture. I see that they're at the intersection before you can turn onto the highway to go 93 south uh, from here in Manchester, uh, right, right by the mall. 
Actually, if you cross over that intersection, go to the next one, you can take the right into the left into the mall. Um, so right there, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm like, what is going on? They just said that there was a car stopped in the middle of the highway. And then all of a sudden, an hour later or so, maybe it was shorter. It's like person found dead with gunshot wound to head in car. I was like, what the, what is going on? So then I'm driving home and I'm like, crap, I can't take exit one. And I was like, wait a minute, that wasn't my side, was it? Nope, it wasn't. So I get off exit one. I'm going up the ramp and they have the left. They, you cannot go left. That, it's, it's off. I was like, okay, uh, I get it. And I look and you can see the tents. You can see the police vehicles. They're still out there working. This is 855 at night. I'm like, man, what happened? What happened? You know, obviously you want to find out what happened. So the next morning I wake up and of course, I hope everybody likes my borders. You see my borders? I got borders. I got a background. I did it. (laughs) That's what hard work looks like, people. This is what it looks like. You see those borders? Look at these borders. Oh, man, I'm proud of myself. I don't give a shit. Uh, but some guy, I don't know what happened. There was a guy in a, in a truck, or I thought it looked like an SUV from my distance. They haven't really said the truck, but this is all updated information. So I know this is going to be outdated by the time you see it, but I thought this was absolutely insane. So the guy was in his car with a bullet wound to the head, uh, and somebody has been arrested for this. Um, and, and it's, it, it's just insane because like, I'm trying to figure out what happened and why somebody would do this, especially to somebody, uh, that had a kid in the car. So I'm wondering if this is like a road rage thing, but they caught the guy and this is absolutely insane. And if this turns out to be a road rage incident, Holy crap, people. We got to stop. If someone cuts you off, don't don't get crazy about it. Don't get crazy about it. Let that person go. Because what if they're the person that did this to somebody? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. These road rage incidents have me thinking twice about getting angry at anything that happens on the road. Because it's not worth it dying but like I said I don't know uh, we don't know those details all I know is that the person has been caught they have a suspect um, so hopefully it is the person that did it and they get what's coming to them we came here with nothing and gave us everything 19 year old Jasmina Kartikovic remembers her father as kind and selfless someone who would give you the shirt off his own back if you needed it he loved to just show us everything he knew that's why I got my love for cars that's why I wanted to go into the automotive industry 45 year old Desmal Kartikovic moved to the United States from Bosnia in the early 2000s and spent most of his life here as a truck driver he was driving his normal route through South Willow Street in Manchester Saturday afternoon when he was tragically shot and killed (laughs) Jasmina was at work right down the street when she got the news. Her 12-year-old brother, Amil, was in the truck when it happened and saw his father in his final moments. He called my mom off the phone and he's saying that someone someone shot him. All of this happened around 3.30 Saturday afternoon right in front of the Mall of New Hampshire. Oh, that's why Several parts notice. of South Willow were shut down late into the night while police remained on the scene. 
Earlier today, investigators arrested 22-year-old Tyrese Harris of Manchester. He's charged with two counts of second-degree murder, accused of shooting Kartikovic to death. Jasmina thinking shit. fondly of her father tonight and remembering the good times, hoping anyone who may have seen or heard anything can come forward so her family can have some justice. As a father figure, I don't think I could have anything better. You know what I mean? He always taught me to be strong. Tonight, it's still unclear what led up to the shooting, but Harris is expected in court sometime this week. In Manchester, Hannah Cotter, WMUR News 9. I really hope that they, uh, I hope they figure it out. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to come back big real quick, but isn't that insane? And I didn't notice that it was a truck because I just realized that it was the tractor trailer without the trailer. It was just the tractor part. Okay, so I saw another vehicle parked off to the side. That obviously must have been somebody that was helping with investigation. So it was the the white truck without the trailer attached to it. But I mean, what what do you think happened? You think it was a road rage? God, I hope not. To to die over something so stupid. So uh, I just. I think it's horrible. I think this is happening more and more. I, I do not believe that it is just uh, the fact that, you know, everybody's got a phone, so we think it's everywhere. I do believe that all of this violence, the stabbings, the shootings, all of it is increasing uh, more and more because of everything that was done. This is all, uh, this is the wave of, of everything that we said or I have even personally said that was going to start happening um, as we tried to get back to our norm. Remember? Remember the norm we were supposed to get back to? We wanted normal lives again. Well, this is the fallout um, for all the people who are struggling um, and, and are not, uh, they do not see normality ever coming back for them. That's that's what I do. I truly, truly do believe. All right. So, uh, real another one, real quick. Uh, these are the. I'm just uh, showing you these because I believe that um, this stuff here. Uh, you can look up the articles. You can watch the videos. But I think this is a. Uh, this is like our technology, right? Is crazy. It's ruining lives. It's ruining children. Um, it's ruining everything. It's ruining our privacy. It's ruining our, uh, our, our, our amendment to free speech. It is literally uh, dissolving everything. Technology, social media, all of it. But here's what technology is also doing for us. It is solving cold cases. Um, this is the second or third cold case within like three or four days that I've gotten um, and I think this is absolutely incredible because uh, as much as I know that this technology has screwed us up and made kids stupid and everything else, I do believe that there is a lot of good from it, you know, uh, with making uh, very unsafe jobs, you know, um, um, you know, give them to the robots. They can't get hurt. They can't, you know, and I think all of those things are pretty good. Also, along with that, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, the airbag technology and stuff like that. But now forensics with solving cold cases, 
one of the cases, a man has been cor- uh, arrested in a connection for the 2017 killings of two teen girls in Indiana. That's that's awesome. Good. Um, and then FBI reveals the identity of the Lady of the Dunes, which I've never heard of, but I read the article. Um, her mutilated fo- body was found uh, wrapped up in towels, uh, on a towel or in a towel on the beach, and uh, they didn't know who this was. It was 50 years ago. Now, she's been identified. She has a name. They figured it out. And I think that this is where the technology helps. You know, just like when cops have to wear the cameras. I think that technology helps. Because now if we have a question, well, every officer is supposed to have their own body cam. So now your body cam tells your story. You no longer tell your story. Right? And that's better. So even though there's a lot of technology out there, or maybe I just disagree with the way we use the technology. Maybe that's what it is. I think it's all pretty amazing to have these computers in our pockets that are more powerful than what we supposedly use to put somebody on the moon. Um, This is cool. You're going to start to see a lot more of this. I'm telling you, as this technology takes off, and they have better and better ways, or maybe they need less and less DNA to tie. Remember, you used to have to have a lot of DNA in order to find uh, the DNA in whatever you were looking for. But now with the computers being so advanced, and one of the advancements that I believe happened is that they purposely have made these computers or whatever it is to find DNA, they have made them more sensitive because how many times, I know this is only a TV show and blah, 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 blah. I get it, I get it. But this has to have happened in real life too where they just don't have enough of the sample. And all these years, they're like, I can't test this sample because if it goes wrong... We don't have a sample left. So therefore, this is too small to test. So now I believe the machines have gotten way better. The computer technology is way more advanced. So maybe now they look at that once too small piece of evidence and they go, oh, hey, wait a minute. We don't need as much anymore. We can actually chop this in half. And use that to find the DNA out of this very little evidence that we couldn't use 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And now we can split this in half. And if if, if it fucks up, we still got half of it. The computer will read this. So I think with that happening, we're going to see a lot more of these cold cases getting solved. But I thought this was really cool. And it really does show where our technology is today it's pretty goddamn impressive all around not gonna lie i mean i'm using it right now to speak to all of you but at the same time a lot of this stuff is pretty scary and or uh holds a lot of us back so take time off your phone go breathe the air listen to the birds take a cold bath i don't give a shit just try to unplug as much as possible and for everybody out there like i think The phones, you know, 
I'm not saying we have to put an age bracket on it. I mean, the age bracket for a seatbelt's 18, and I haven't worn one since I was 18. But I think uh, everybody needs to stop giving their kids cell phones. I think they do. I think all these electronic devices are horrible. They're horrible for us as adults <coughs> if we're on them too long, and they're, they've got to be a thousand times worse for your kids. They just have to be. You know, so I don't know. I think technology is good and bad all at the same time. So next we have, this is fucking insane. And this is uh, like only two days old as of this recording, which means it's over a week old when you see this. But two American college students among more than 150 killed in a Halloween crowd surge in South Korea. Now, I saw this, and I was like, what is going on? I didn't even know South Korea celebrated Halloween. I thought that was just an American holiday. Does everybody celebrate Halloween? Like, I know that what, there was a movie that I watched. It was, it, it was Disney cartoon, uh, uh, and they have, like, you know, the festivities of the dead, you know, when they bury someone and stuff, and they have to cross a bridge. Damn, I can't remember fucking names worth of shit, right? Um, but uh, I didn't think that was a Halloween thing. I thought that was like a, a death thing and crossover thing, um, remembering the dead. Um, but I didn't think anybody else did what we did here in America. I honestly gave up on thinking the world uh, did what we did a long time ago. Um, you know, when I realized that like, no, that's not how it works at all. The rest of the world does what the rest of the world does. And America does what America does. Um, but so South Korea supposedly celebrates Halloween as well and had some crazy giant event. So here we go. South Korea mourns deadly crowd surge. More than 150 people were killed when they were trapped and crushed after a huge Halloween party crowd surged into a narrow alley in Sewol. Most of the victims were in their 20s and 30s. Itaewon is famous for its crowds, go. and it's not unusual, but this was next level. Shoulder to shoulder, front to back, just shimmying along on those streets. Of no control about where you're going to move at times, based on where the crowd pushes you. There was a mix of things I heard, but there was panic coming towards us, some shouts of fear, but also confusion. We didn't know really what was happening to us or in that moment. We just wanted to feel that, that fun and freedom of Halloween 2022, finally less restrictions. It really was just meant to be fun and dress up and, and have a good time and it very quickly became more than that. It became an actual horror. The ministry, right? Ministry. The Ministry of the Interior and Safety said the death count could further rise as many of the injured are still in critical condition. So it was a tragedy and a disaster that shouldn't have happened in the middle of Sawal last night. I pray for the repose, unexpected accident, and hope the injured will recover soon. 
President Yoon Suk Yeol issued a statement calling for officials to ensure swift treatment to those injured review the safety of facilities sites. At least 20 of the dead foreigners from China, Russia, Iran, and the U.S. Yeah, two. Two Americans. This was the deadliest crushing disaster in South Korea history. Now, just that, that last statement blows my mind. What? I mean, I don't, I don't, they don't have any footage of what happened that night, which is crazy to me because uh, you'd think they would have drones recording it and stuff like that. But this is uh, one of the, this is another reason why our highways, our everything is uh, so crowded right now, right? Everybody right now is trying to live life. You're trying to live life. You are not. You are not staying home anymore. You're not doing any of this. You're going out. You're doing your thing. Less restrictions. Let's live. Let's do this. More of it, right? Why? Because we're all trying to go back to our normal. And so because of this, there's twice as many people out because even uh, people who would have stayed home back in the day they don't want to stay home anymore either. So now you've jumped the amount of people that are leaving uh, the house, right, and going out and enjoying life. So this is really sad. It's crazy. I mean, the total right now is over 150 people that died in this. I don't know if it's going to rise. I don't know if they're going to find more Americans. And I don't know if we're actually going to find out what caused it. Like, was there something in that alleyway that everybody was trying to get to? Was there a fight? Did something happen to spook some people and it just expanded and you know how a crowd gets? You know, I don't know. But I, I, I like the man that shot the guy in Manchester. I want to know why he shot him. I want to know why. This got out of control and why they got crushed. I'm very, very curious as to what the fuck caused this. But really sad. Really sad, you know? All right. I try not to talk about this too much anymore, but I can't stay quiet when I see stupidity. And I see stupidity here in Worcester. What the f are we doing? What are we doing? Health officials, now they're only urging people. They're urging you. To what? To try and protect yourself from a respiratory virus that you can't protect yourself from? Why are we still talking like this? We want you to get put on a mask, and we urge you to get vaccinated to reduce the spread of the virus. That's not how it works. That's not even close to how it works. That doesn't work. You don't need to social distance. You don't need to put on a mask. You're not doing anything for anybody else when you put on that mask. You're only protecting yourself, and that's only if you have a shaven face. I feel like everybody is still living in 2019, 2020. Every person that I see with a mask on that is 
virtual signaling, you're the problem. You're the reason we can't get out of this mess. You're the reason that they still want to try and implement these fucking stupid rules that absolutely do nothing for us. If you have comorbidities, if you have major, major issues, if you're fat and unhealthy, if there's anything like that going on, you need to talk to your doctor. You need to find out if the vaccine and the boosters and everything else is good for you. If you are a young, healthy person, you may not need anything. You may not need a booster, but you might. You need to talk to a doctor. The politicians and the states should not be telling us whether or not we need to do this shit. And as for the masks, N95 or KN95 with your face shaven is the only way to protect yourself at a 33% rate. I think at most it went to about 52% protection of self, not anybody else, and not to slow the spread of COVID because you can't. It's a respiratory virus. We all fucking breathe air. If you want to bring the risk of it down, get to a well-ventilated area. Do not talk to anybody for more than 15 seconds in an enclosed area. So plastic doesn't help. Plastic traps the virus. It stops the airflow. When you stop air flowing, you allow it to do what it's supposed to do. There is many, many doctors, many scientists, Many studies right now on everything that I'm speaking of. This is not conspiracy theory. This is not crazy talk. This is facts from doctors and scientists working on this to not only disprove what we've been told to put the government in its place, but because we want to know if it's actually working. There is no way to get zero COVID. What is happening in China is horrific and unacceptable all around. It's inhumane. And if you think that's the way we should be doing things, then fucking move there and go the fuck away. And if you think that by you telling me that we need to do this, that I'm going to go do it, You got another thing coming. I do not think anybody under the age of 18 should be getting anything. The shots, the boosters, none of it without consoling your doctor. Do not do it. I truthfully do believe that all of the heart problems and all of the people dropping dead are one day all going to be tied back to this vaccine. The same one that I got. That's right. Why do you think I speak this way? I got it. I have it in my system. I can't get rid of it. I'm stuck with it. 
but I will not go any further than that. You lied to me once, right? Shame on me. I will not allow you to lie to me twice. Shame on you. So that's my message. This is fucking stupid and retarded. And I don't care if you don't like that word because it means to hold us back. And we are trying to get past this shit that is unnecessary in our lives. Unnecessary. That's how I feel about this. But this is fucking dope. This is so cool. I told you I love following uh, this guy. I will shout him out again. This is where I'm getting all the cool robot shit. This is a hover motorcycle. Is this the future of transportation? It's so cool. Right now, there is a gentleman on what looks to be like a motorcycle. This is the world's first flying bike. It's got many fans. Uh, I think it's got like four big ones or two big ones, four little ones. The Extermiso hover bike is capable of going uh, 40 miles and can reach speeds up to 62 miles an hour. I just got out of Star Wars and I jumped on their bike. I mean, it's awesome. You know, it was exhilarating. I mean, it's 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 um it's not vicious, right? It's it's uh, it's comfortable. I mean, it was really comfortable taking off and landing. So there's no like jerky jerk. It's literally very very smooth. And I can't wait for the future. I'm so excited. That's so crazy. Created by Japanese startup Airwinds, the bike is already on sale in Japan. I think it's 77,000. Smaller version is slated for U.S. release in 2023. With an estimated price of, oh, oh, no, 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 no. $777,000. Fuck you, right? What are you talking about? I, I, you know, it's like everything that we deal with, right? I mean, it starts off at a million dollars and then it gets down to what, what can you get? A 70-inch TV for today. I believe it's $448. So, and that took 15 years, right? I think it's been about 15 years. So, I guess the rich are going to get these. And you know what I say to that? Let them. Let all these rich, dumb assholes buy these hovercrafts and then just start crashing, right? You know it's going to happen. 2023, the hover bike is going to take out some famous fucking people for being, well, unfortunately, unsafe on it. I mean, I don't know. I think we need to definitely have something better than motorcycle gear uh, to, to get on a hover bike, right? You can go 40 miles on one charge. Or one tank, uh, it's going 62 miles an hour at max speed. And now you're in the air. All right. We may not know this right now, but there's a lot of shit in the air that we could get hurt from. You know, birds, um, I don't know, anything. But like getting hit on ground and getting hit in the air are going to be two different things. So I hope by the time these arrive, 
They've got the proper gear that you need to be suited up in to survive a fall if it was to happen. Because a helmet and leather uh, uh, bike, a uh, leather jacket and leather pants and boots, yeah, those are great for road rash. You're not going to get road rash if you fall off this bike. You're going to have broken legs, bones, back, neck. I mean, you're falling out of the sky. So I think they're going to need to come up with something relatively quick that would act as an airbag or maybe a quick-release parachute. But there is going to have to be some type of safety net that I'm either wearing or installed on the hover bike. And you know what? The best people that try that out for us first are the rich. <laughs> Fuck them. I mean, I want to be them, but they're the ones with the money, right? You know $777,000 to one of them is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It's like us maybe spending 7 bucks. You know what I mean? Because right now, I could, I could spend 7 bucks and it wouldn't hurt. But I think they could spend $777,000 and not be hurt by it. So, I don't know. Yeah, wow. And like I said, technology. Amazing. Right? But I do think we're going to have to rethink some of the safety features. I do not think motorcycle gear is going to work for this particular situation. All right. But that's the podcast, everybody. Um, I want to thank you again for everything, uh, for all the support, for all the sharing and rating, for supporting my guests. Um, I just thank you all so much. Um, all my subscribers, you are what keeps me coming back here week after week. Um, if you're new to the podcast, uh, I hope you hit that subscribe button and uh Check out, get, check out more of the videos, right? Give a thumbs up, share, rate, review the podcast, all right? Because if you're stopping by, just hit that subscribe button. It is the most important thing you can do for me. And then, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. If you want advice, you want to tell your story, or maybe you want to be a guest yourself one day, go ahead and send that email over to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. And, of course, I'm on social media. That's right, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go Give a follow. I always appreciate it. And I just hope everybody out there has an amazing rest of your Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. Be kind to one another. And as always, I will talk to you later.